Welcome back to the Two Marks and Spark Wrestling Podcast. A little bit of a shorter show than usual because neither one of us saw Rampage for different reasons. It really do be that way sometimes. Hi, Bryce. How are you? It's all right. I mean, it's technically Saturday morning at 3 a.m. Yeah. So we're running a little later than we usually do, which is fine. This is this is prime time. This is like gamer hours. Exactly. We just watched so, Dynamite, which we watched uh, about two days late, almost three. Hey, better late than never, my friend. Um, just time for the weekend. Worth noting that JR was not on this show. It is not expected that he will be back until the December 29th edition of Dynamite. That show will be in Jacksonville at Daly's Place. Nice little homecoming show. I didn't think I was going to miss Daly's Place. Daly's Place had charm. But when you spend that much time in one place like that, it kind of, you know, it was like the, uh, what was the place they shot NXT in for the longest time? Um, you know what I'm talking about, Ben. Full Sail. Full Sail, yeah. It, it, it kind of gives me that those vibes, except, well, obviously, Daly's Place is, like, way, 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 way bigger. But right. it kind of has that, like, homey feeling to it. Well, let's Which. talk about this show. They were in Atlanta for this show. I don't have the name of the building in front of me. I wish I did. That... Ah, the Gas South Arena in Duluth, which is right outside of Georgia. So, or Atlanta, not right outside of Georgia. It's in Georgia. It's right outside of Atlanta. <laughs> um, This was a very average episode of Dynamite. Uh, and I'm going to be honest. I didn't like the main event, so we'll talk about that. This show was kind of a spot fest. Yeah, uh, and it starts with a really good match between Brian Danielson and Alan Angels. And I don't, I don't give Alan Angels enough credit. I think a lot of people don't give him enough credit. He he can he can wrestle. He sure can. But the match itself was pretty. It, it was it was pretty good. Right. It was good. Uh, Brian did not make Angels look like a geek. No. Which, you know, you know, you never know with matches like this. But I guess if Evil Uno can have a good match with Danielson, I mean, Alan Angels is definitely not a stretch. No. He's definitely more talented. Right. So, they have a very good match. Brian wins with a knee bar. After which he use, claims that he snapped his MCL. He did not. He did not do he, that. He said this many times, but like uh, Angels actually tweeted it on Twitter that like he strained his MCL, which is quite different than a tear. Very different than a tear. And straining your MCL is actually something that's fairly easy to do when you're an athlete. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, I've done it. So, like. I, I know what it is. It's sports, pretty... Sports players do it all the time. Um, but strains like that will put you out for, you know... It's three weeks. Th three weeks at least. Depending so. on the severity of it. I mean, when I strain mine, just speaking from personal experience, I was it back and playing in two and a half, but mine wasn't that bad. So Another thing, too, is like knee injuries like that can linger. Right, and mine did, um, and still does, because <laughs> I restrained it a lot. 
it's kind of like hamstrings. You, you can tweak them and you could just not be the same for like a year after it. Right. You'll, you can play, but you won't play to the same level. And, mm-hmm. and I had a buddy that happened to, he tore his hamstring and he just never really fully got back to full speed. Yep. So after this, we get a promo from Brian saying he's going to take the title, calling it not cowboy shit, coward shit. And this was fine, but they weren't allowed to touch each other this week. Otherwise, they would have been kayfabe suspended. Uh, I get why. I mean, they've got a title match in two weeks that winter is coming. They don't want to risk injury. And this made sense. And that was up until John Silver came out. And Brian did the shit heel thing. And he ducked out of the ring. Brian is a very good heel. Uh it's weird to me that they brought him in babyface and turned him so fast, but I feel like that was just a one night thing because he's kind of been leaning heel ever since. Right. With the exception of the brief program with Kenny, he's been leaning heel every day since. So. You know, was what it was. We get a really good vignette for Miro. Probably one of the better ones we've gotten from him in recent memory. Right, and and this was really well done. Uh, This show overall wasn't as... This show was not as bad as that Rampage we reviewed a week or so ago that was... No, that that Rampage was stinky. This was just average. This wasn't a bad show, and there were points where it looked like it might be a bad show, and it wasn't. So, you know, take that for what you will some some slow shows lately but given injuries on the roster this is to be expected right we have CM Punk and Lee Moriarty up next this was a very good match the crowd did not care for about 30% of it no they sure didn't but at least until MJF came out Punk won with a GTS and then MJF stands up from commentary and tells them to cut his music. And Shivani had a great line here. He said, so he's a director now. (laughs) And, like, scoffed at it. It was a great line. And, of course, given that MJF and CM Punk are in an angle together, this just led to bombs being dropped every five seconds. This was a great back and forth. Uh, MJF was wearing... I know CM Punk said it, but I don't have any other way of describing it besides Larry David's pajamas. Yes. <laughs> they looked kind of silly, but amazing at the same time. And, and MGF knows how to pick, like, annoying outfits. That outfit was not aesthetically pleasing. It It, it, it was not, like... The, I think the only way he could have, like, strained my eyeballs more is if he came out wearing, like, a minion suit jacket. <laughs> like, at that point, I would just, like, there, there'd be tears running down from my eyes. But <laughs> it was it was, it was was a lot of, lot of colors going on. It was funny to look at. Then they go the backstage with Britt Baker. She's talking to Tony, and it's next week that Jamie Hayter will be facing Riho. 
There's definitely some tension between Hater and Baker. And Rebel, really. So a potential breakup in the future is possible. Then Adam Cole makes his entrance and immediately goes to commentary. And I don't know what their (laughs) idea was here. He literally goes to the ring like he's going to have a match. And then he just leaves and goes to the ring. In jeans and a t-shirt, mind you. Like, why did they feel like they had to do that? Get Adam on the TV. Get Adam on the TV. They they had to pad TV time. <laughs> Did they really have nothing else for the show? Ah, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, you, you could have done like another women's match in place of this segment in the next match, and it would have been better. Yep. But I'm partial to women's wrestling, so. Forgot the part when Orange Cassidy comes out. Bed, bed, love this. No, I'm going to talk about it. I'm just preparing myself mentally. <laughs> so Cole goes and sits down, and this was a stupid fucking angle. So Cole goes and sits down, and he's not there for more than four minutes before, or not even four minutes, four seconds before Cassidy comes out. And they have this weird face-to-face confrontation. For some reason, the crowd was into this. I don't know why. But, like... He does those stupid kicks, and the Bucks come out. After Cole low blows him, the Bucks are there, and they do the play Orange Cassidy-style super kicks before they actually hit him. And then they almost hit him with the super BTE trigger before the rest of the best friends come out and chase the Bucks and Cole off. And that was that. Then we get a shitty match that was a squash and a half it was Wardlow's one of Wardlow's better matches and that's not saying much Wardlow and AC Adams it was fine it did the deal it did the job I mean really I mean Wardlow's matches don't last more than like two minutes typically except that match he had with Jake Hager which I did not like that uh, bootleg UFC one. You remember that? Yeah, that was not did, cool. Did not like that at all. At all. Speaking of things I did not really like at all. This can we talk about... This, this wasn't a bad match. Because Sting and Darby aren't capable of it. But it was the worst Sting and Darby match. Yeah, because Billy Gunn is garbage. Colton's not good either. Don't fool yourself. No, Colton's not good. Neither of those two are good. And Austin's not good either, so it's there's no good option. There's, there's two great wrestlers versus two dumpster fire wrestlers. Sting and Darby won. That's all I'm going to tell you. I, I don't care anymore. Yeah, you, you, that's really all you need to know because everything in between was just, oh, Billy Gunn. <laughs> Billy Gunn getting hit by Darby dives. And then we got Chris Jericho backstage on a pre-tape because Jericho is in the UK with Fozzie right now, so they had to write him off TV. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to Marvez, and then 2.0 comes up, and they beat the hell out of him. And that was that. That did, that, that was a thing. It happened. Then we get Leo Rush out on the ramp to confront Taz, who was on commentary for a bit tonight, because you can tell they're really having to shuffle things around with no JR. Obviously, get well soon, JR. 
skin cancer, you know. I'm surprised they don't just do Shivani and Excalibur. I mean... They totally could. Yeah, that would work. I mean, you know how I feel about some of these three-man commentary tables. It doesn't work. I mean... It's just too much vying for control. I mean, it doesn't work when they do it in the World Series. Why would it work here? I mean, really. Exactly. And then we get the... uh, Well, the rest of this segment is basically Leo Rush comes out, confronts Taz, and then Dante comes out. Gets in Leo's face, and then Ricky Starks does the same. This was fine. There was nothing wrong with this. It didn't offend me. Speaking of didn't offend me, until the end, this match, Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho in the quarterfinals match of the TBS title tournament. This was fine. This was supposed to be the ripper match of tonight. And it really kind of was. It was a great match. It it was. Until the end. It ends on Soho rolling up Statlander. We did get a meme face from Ruby Soho on a near fall <laughs> that I definitely screenshotted on. I will be using in future tweets, so stay tuned for that. After the match, it's good meme content. After the match, Ruby celebrating her win, and then here comes Nyla to beat the shit out of her next opponent. Whatever, and Statlander comes in for the save, and they hug, and that was that. And then we get the most controversial thing of the week, and I don't know why it's controversial. I just think it was a mediocre match. Cody Rhodes and Andrade El Idolo. It was fine. I... Now that you... You mentioned that Andrade's AEW run has been underwhelming. Well, it has. It has. And it's a kind of... It's kind of sad. Because he's so good. But it's just... Yeah, it's not a talent thing. It's a it's a booking thing, I know. He gets put into these weird matches or he gets stuck into these uh like these six man tag matches all the time that don't mean anything. Right. And when you're this good at singles, why are you in six man tag matches that are pointless? You're just getting bottlenecked. And it's a little it's it's a little, a little frustrating. You don't really get to see the uh, the true extent of his wrestling talent. No, and there were flat, and there were flashes in this match. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I mean, it's a street fight. It's a spot fest. We all we all know how the rules for this for matches like this at this point. And it ends with the fire spot, which apparently Cody has second degree burns on his back. It looked really bad, and you know how burns are. You really don't see the full extent of how bad it is until like you know well AEW has confirmed now that it's second degree burns on his back yeah until like 20 minutes after you get them and then you're like wow these are really really bad right you can have a small burn on your finger from cooking and think it's not that bad and then 20 minutes later your finger is swelled to the size of a freaking grape yeah and it it looks very 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 painful and if you look at that spot, like, I don't know if Cody was supposed to get all of that or if that was supposed to be Andrade. Because Andrade was the one that was supposed to get thrown through the table. But, like, 
They both went through the table. They they both went through the table, but Cody got way more of the table than Andrade did. I don't know. That that didn't make any sense to me. It was weird. It, it didn't make any sense to me either, honestly, which is why I'm wondering if that was a botch. Yeah. Because he got burned really bad. He hit that entire table flat on his back, and it was on fire. Well, I'm going to run through Rampage results here really quick. Even though we didn't get to see the show, so I can't give a review, I will give results. Sammy Guevara versus Tony Nese for the TNT title. Sammy Guevara retains. Big surprise. They had a Christian Cage segment backstage with Jurassic Express. And it was basically to promote the fact that Jurassic Express are the number one contenders. Is that match ever going to happen? Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. I just think they're going to wait on it because I have to think Lucha, Lucha, Jurassic Express are probably going to be the ones to beat Penta and Ray, right? So they're going to have them do garbage time matches for like a month or two? Yeah, they're going to make it wait because the Lucha Bros just won those titles. Yeah, it's true. So Jurassic Express may lose a couple matches here and there to like the Butcher and the Blade or something. Just to yeah, knock them down to, a peg. Yeah. So they're not number one. Right. So it's not the obvious match. And then when they're ready, I think Jurassic Express is going to be who they pull the trigger on. Jade Cargill versus Janaikai. Jade obviously won. Uh, I don't think I needed to tell you that. They had a couple of backstage segments. One was Adam Cole in the Bucks talking about Orange Cassidy. The other was Eddie Kingston. I saw the Eddie Kingston promo. It was actually very good. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. We got the Death Triangle, which is Pac and uh, Penta, because Ray was hurt. He wasn't actually hurt, so I don't know why they did this. But again, didn't they say? Didn't they say it was a travel thing? Yeah. So, Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood against Penta and Pac. Obviously, yeah, I think you can figure out what happened there. I am trying to find the final result for this because of the thing I'm having to look at to figure it out is not very helpful to me. Not cooperating. No. Which reminds me, I think they're having a Raw in Minneapolis soon. Not that I'm going to go to it, but wrestling in Minnesota, you know. Right. If anybody's in Minnesota and wants to go to that, feel free. I'm going to a live event up here in January, so, you know. I, WWE shows are too much money for me to want to. It was just Smaz finish, and Malachi jumped in the ring, and that was Oh, that. yay. Oh, yay. So Malachi's, so Malachi's a hit man now. We get it. All right, folks. I apologize for the lower energy show this week, but next week we're back to normal. <laughs> I want to make a couple announcements here at the end of the show, and I think these are going to perk things up a little bit. I think we're going to have some fun conversation before this show ends here. Um, starting next week, the Lock 22 Podcast Network is officially launching Wednesday, December 8th along with my new podcast, along with David Keck and Ashley Lawson, True Crime Journal. 
That launches Wednesday, December 8th. That will be on everything. Two Marks and a Spark is already on. I will have links and promotional stuff for it on my Twitter. I really like the logo. Bryce, if I haven't sent that to you, I will send it to you before you go to bed after the show because I think you'll like it. I look forward to it. Uh, We're going to cover everything true crime on that show. We've got some really cool things lined up. Uh, The first two episodes will be just me and David. Ashley Lawson joins us for every episode thereafter. Uh, starting Wednesday, December 22nd. That show will release every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central. Uh, Bryce, if you will give me the floor for a moment. I want to talk about a couple things because I I know this is going to sprout up a lot of questions. Uh, Where did this come from? I've been working on the network with Lock22 for a while, and this has been a long time coming. David Keck is a good friend of mine. Obviously, the host of the Surviving Abuse podcast, uh, great guy, and I love working with him. And we had a show recorded that was going to detail all this that was supposed to go up on Thanksgiving. Not 48 hours after we record this show do we find out that actress Ashley Lawson, one, wants to do a podcast, and two, wants it to be true crime. Turns out both me and David have a very good relationship with her. We extended the offer she accepted Ashley Lawson will be a full-time member of true crime journal. Ashley has been on this show. You can go find it. I think it went up Halloween or right thereafter or before. I think it was the week of Halloween. I think it was like either on Halloween or that week. And we had a really good hour conversation and I've talked on and off with her since. And really the decision for her to pull the trigger and do this with us and for us to pull the trigger and bring her on, obviously it was an easy decision for us. You know, somebody like that wants to do a show. It's hard to say no. And me and David were already going to do true crime journal. We were, and we were going to do it just the two of us, but the format we have, which I'm not going to reveal too many details on here, because I want you guys to kind of be surprised by that, and I think you're really going to like it. The format we have works better for three people. We were trying to find a third person, and it just worked out that with the way things are going to be taped for True Crime Journal and the way we're going to be doing everything, that the availability worked out. And that is when we decided to bring Ashley in. And that probably means there's going to be more of Ashley on this show, too. On our non-wrestling shows, I'm not ruling out Ashley showing up here more. Because she's fantastic. And I think that's good for everybody. You know, that is one of our highest rated shows. She is very entertaining. Bryce, have you heard that show? I I guarantee you have, but... I have. I have. It's fantastic. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm guessing you just recognize the name. Well, I listen to the shows I'm not on, so. Well, that's logical. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I, I listen to it. And she's fantastic. And I honestly, I'm just, there's a lot to look forward to right now. You know, obviously we're expanding. This isn't going to be my only show anymore. But that doesn't mean it's going away. Far from it. With the way I have scheduled True Crime Journal to be recorded which is once every three Sundays we're going to tape three episodes in a row and do it all at once, that the consistency problem we've had here isn't going to be as much of an issue because we're going to be having that ability to 
tape weeks in advance as opposed to having to coordinate with Bryce who works nights and me who has a nine to five. The schedules are totally different. I mean, and that's just the honest truth. Bryce isn't going anywhere to my knowledge, unless you have something you want to tell me. No. Wouldn't that be awkward if you were like, uh, (laughs) no, no, wouldn't that be a somber end to this podcast? Oh my God. Nothing crazy like that. So this show is not going anywhere, and I think Bryce was a little worried about that, but where am I going to go? Not like this true crime journal thing is going to be a big deal right away. It's not. It's going to be a slow build, and, I, and I'm looking forward to it, you know. This is my second podcast now that I'm going to have. Uh, me and David both came up with this. It was a collaborative effort, and I think it's really good. So I, I, and maybe Bryce will be on that show too. I mean, that's not impossible. You know, if Bryce wants to jump on there and talk about some true crime with us, he's more than welcome to do it. Just he's on the, he's on this show. So won't say some guest appearances are impossible. Right. And you know, there's going to be some episodes where they're a little more lighthearted and maybe those would be episodes where Bryce would be there. Just nature of the beast point is this network thing and all that's happening here just ensures there's going to be more content for everybody true crime journal if you're not a big wrestling fan but you like our personalities true crime journal is going to be for you because it's going to be talking about a subject other than wrestling and me and bryce have talked about doing other stuff you know even just with this show And we got some Christmas stuff coming up and, you know, we're going to be taking a week off the week of Christmas. So there's going to be some pre-recorded stuff that you guys are going to hear that I'm really excited for you guys to hear, including Bryce's shit gauntlet, which he still hasn't told me what the fuck that is. Yes, sir. Which really scares me because we're part of a network now. So you can imagine my like immense fear. It's going to be something awful. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. It's going to be. It's going to be some, it's going to be a stank show (laughs) and we're going to get on here and we're going to get really mad and probably drunk and it's going to be fun, but, but that's all in the the future. Right. And the network launches Wednesday, December 8th. I hope you go check out all four shows. There's going to be four shows on the network to start Two, one of them. Well, there's going to be three at launch, and then the fourth one is launching later this month. I can't actually talk about that one yet. But there is four total, but three starting Wednesday, December 8th. Surviving Abuse with David Keck, Two Marks and a Spark, as well as True Crime Journal. With more coming in the future. The reason we're starting so small is it's simple. You start small and grow naturally. Right now, the infrastructure and where it is is perfect for four. That's going to change. And there's already other shows I'm in conversation with every single day about when we do the next batch, who's it going to be? And and that's, that's the truth. There's going to be batches that roll out slowly, and I can't say too much more than that. And I really hope you guys 
go on this crazy wild ride with us like you have for almost a year now. It's been almost a year since this show started, as unbelievable as that is. We've been doing this almost a year, and I don't regret a minute of it. Time flies. We've been doing this a year, dude. Like, a year in January. We will... Oh, oh, January 25th, our first episode went up. We're going to have to do a something for that, I think. We'll have to come up with a anniversary special. Maybe another episode of the shit gauntlet. That that <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that can be our our uh our we're too lazy to come up with something creative, so here's garbage. Yeah, yeah. Our anniversary show could just be a shit gauntlet episode. <laughs> or I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to like start researching like historically bad wrestling shows and just make like a list of them. And we're just gonna start going down the Going down the wire. Oh, God. But Bryce, I hope you're excited for whatever this next chapter is. Oh, I I am very excited. For for those of you that don't know, Bryce just found out about all this today. Uh, yeah, when I was when I was like on break, basically. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't been able to talk about any of this stuff until now. So, and Bryce couldn't even know. So there there's a lot coming. And as the network that we're with grows and the network I'm building grows obviously we're always going to be a part of it you know we're not I run the network so I can't go anywhere I mean if I go anywhere there's nobody else there to do it so you know well there is but you know I'm I'm the one that created the idea so we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun and there's going to be a lot more crossover and a lot more cross promotion with other shows that we believe in and other shows that are going to be a part of the network. And there's a lot of really cool stuff coming, including one thing I really want to say here, but it's not a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. So I really am not going to say it. Bryce, don't you hate that when there's something you really, really want to talk about, but you know, if you do, it's going to get you in trouble later. You're, you're, you're going to jinx yourself. Yeah, like, there's something I really want to promote right now that I can't, and it... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we're all... We've all been there. There's about 30 things I'd actually like to talk about right now, but if I did that, I'd be breaking some contracts, so I'm not going to do that, but... We we also don't have all night. <laughs> well, those 30 things would take me 30 minutes, so, you know. Well, folks, we're going to get out of here. I want to go to bed <laughs> <laughs> Bryce yes Ben are you ready yes I'm ready to go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> fuck you okay thank you guys so much for listening we will see you next week as always have a fantastic week have a great rest of your Sunday this is the new permanent day for the AEW show by the way Sundays uh, interviews will go up sparsely throughout the week but the interviews are going to slow down a little bit. Actually, they might speed up if my plan works, but that's not a guarantee. And there's going to be some interviews on True Crime Journal as well. Uh, and I know a lot of people have reached out to me saying, oh, do more interviews, do more interviews. We love the interviews. Help Bryce tells me all the time, where's all the interviews? Like Ben's, Ben's good with his interviews, I will say that. If you haven't seen any of them yet, well... Uh, what is there, 20 of them now? There's a lot of them. You you have a buffet. 
of choice. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's just start naming our favorites. Uh, two Kenny Boland shows that are hilarious, both of them. Uh, I'm I'm still very partial to the Hawkman show. The Rob show, which is... There's two just, Rob shows. Just, just because I, I think Rob is such an interesting character. Uh, there's... Oh, God. What else is there? Ashley Lawson, obviously. I think that's got to be up there. Steve Fodor. That Steve Fodor show was fantastic. It's hard to pick. There's so many good ones. Uh, if I had to recommend three for anybody that has not heard our interviews in the past, and maybe this is your first time listening to us, uh, go check out my interview with Ashley Lawson because I'm going to be doing a lot more work with her. Get to know her. Get to learn what she's all about. She's fantastic. She's so entertaining. She's so funny. Two, if you want something a little more high energy, go listen to either one of the Rob Hockman shows because that is energy 101 and insane. And three, would you say, would you say the Vince Russo show? The Vince Russo show was really good. Um, it's either Russo or Boland, right? I like I like the Boland show, but I thought the Boland show was a lot more raw. Right, that was our first interview. That was our first yeah. crossover yeah. show. Um, that was months. That was in May, dude. That feels like yesterday. Yeah, I mean, Boland Boland had so much to talk about too, but that show is three um, hours. That show is a time investment. Yeah, he. In retrospect. In retrospect, we should have cut that show up and uploaded it in, like, parts. Yeah. I mean, when when Boland gets going, he doesn't stop. And that's fine. Which, and I like which, that. Which, which is, which, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a positive trait. Um, I wish I had the uh, energy to talk as long as he does. But and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Russo. Yeah, and I want to do something special for the anniversary show. Maybe I get David and Ashley on here and get you in here, and we all do one big podcast. Maybe we do a crossover. Who knows? that? One big smorgasbord. And maybe we – I don't know. Who else can we pull out of our proverbial hat? I mean, I talk to just about everybody I've interviewed on a semi-consistent, if not consistent, basis. So, You, you still talk to Bolin a lot? Not as much, no. But he's been doing other stuff, so that and that's fine. You know, me and him are on good terms, and I have no. I love Kenny, and that's the beginning and the end of it. And I will support whatever he does till he's done. You know. Yep. Agree. And he's been good to us. There, there's no way around that. He he didn't have to do any of the stuff he did, but he did anyways. Right, and you know, there's a lot of people we could thank for. You know, the last 11 months, I'm not going to go through it all, but, you know, I'm going to just do three big ones here. Damon Marvin, who is the CEO of Lock 22, fantastic guy. He's one of my best friends, um, just really a good, good, good person and just easy as hell to work with and doesn't not answer my calls when I need him. That goes a long way with me. <laughs> right. And Bryce, I'm sure you know how that feels because there have been a couple of times you have been trying to get a hold of me and I didn't answer. Yeah, because you fall asleep at weird times. I'm an insomniac, Bryce. It's okay. You'll be okay. Uh, J.J. Arwood, obviously, I think we all know J.J.'s fantastic. Came to us through Kenny. Thank goodness we have him. And, uh... Gosh, there's so many people, but, like, 
The third one would probably have to be Kenny just because he's the one who has been with us really since we started. Uh, we'd only been doing the show a couple months when Kenny came in and he didn't have to be here. There was nothing holding him here. Right? Like, no, and he, we we love him to death for it. And obviously Steve Joyner, the publicist for this show who gives us all our great guests and has given us so many opportunities to do so many really things out of our gourd that we have no business doing. We're doing them. And that's, that's him. So any interview you've ever heard with the exception of Kenny and a couple others, but almost 100% of our interviews have come from Steve Joyner. So not mentioning him would be a mistake. And that's it. We talked a lot and not all about wrestling and that's okay. You know, some shows just aren't like Sometimes you gotta, you gotta. And there was a lot of news this week. I mean, podcast news. So that, that's just what happened. I mean, we spent 20 minutes talking about the show and we spent almost 20 talking about podcast stuff, but that, that's just part of it. It's the way the cookie crumbles, man. And that's just part of it because we had a lot to talk about with in regard to what's changing. So next week, December 8th, you're going to notice a couple of brand changes. Nothing serious. And True Crime Journal launches Wednesday. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Sunday. Uh, there's going to be a new set time that this show comes out every week. I don't have that set yet. I'm working on it. But Sundays is going to be this show that you're hearing right now, Two Marks and a Spark. We're probably going to redo the naming scheme and just start calling it Two Marks and a Spark instead of AEW Week in Review. We're just going to start Two Marks and a Spark Season 2 probably next week. Uh, I, w I would have to think that makes sense, right? Uh, right. New chapter. We're going to start the second season. So I guess season two, episode one is next week. And that will be the naming scheme from now on. Uh, just because it's consolidated and it makes more sense. Because that gives us more room than to just talk about AEW. Like if we want to sit here and shoot the shit for 30 minutes about something completely not related to wrestling. Doors open. You know. Like, if Bryce wants to sit here and talk about the Halo Infinite multiplayer, which is fantastic for 45 minutes, I guess we could do that, but we're not going to do that right now, but we could. So stay tuned. Everybody have a great week. I will talk to you guys Wednesday. Bryce will be back here next Sunday, as he always is, though yes, sir. you're kind of questionable for that, but we'll figure it out. should be okay. Worst case, it's just like this show where we only have Dynamite. Yeah. So I hope everybody has a good week. And thanks for listening to us jimble jamble ramble. And yeah, everybody have a good week. And we're out of here. And peace out, boys.